Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a wonderful show. Tonight we are celebrating love with you on this Sweetheart Sunday. If you would like to have input on tonight's program and you have not already written in, you can text us at 325-428-6145. That's 325-428-6145. You can also interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. And we'll also be opening the phone lines tonight for you to share your favorite love story or funny way that you met. I'm happy to hear and hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. These are thoughts from home. Along with a new wrinkle, another gray hair, and an unwanted pound here and there, I have come to realize as the years pass by, there may be many things that I'm not too fond of while getting older, but not all bad. Aging has also brought me something a lot more welcoming, wisdom and insight. With each passing year, we understand more about ourselves and our relationships. My husband and I have been together for over 30 years, 34 to be exact, and I have had some of the best experiences of my life with him. We've also had some pretty difficult ones. While I'm not sure there's one true secret to making things work, I do know that it's possible if you're both really in it together. We've changed over the years, and so has the nature of our love. We've experienced the excitement of falling in love and being crazy for each other. We've challenged our resilience with moves to new places with each other, where we've started over in a new city with no money, no family, or friends. We've lost jobs, material possessions, and hope. We've experienced joy, celebrated the births of our children and grandchildren together, and mourned the loss of those who we love and are close to. We've experienced the novelty of the honeymoon phase wearing off and deeper, more peaceful kind of love settling in. 
Falling in love is easy. Staying in love is something you have to work at daily. Over the years, I've seen little signs, often time not realizing what they were, that helped me understand what true love really is and what it means. Here's a little of what I've learned. Love is seeing a person every day and still missing them when you're apart. Love is listening. Love is smiling at them while they're sleeping and being thankful you get to hear them snore because the alternative is he would not be next to you. Love is picking up their favorite treat on the way home so they'll be surprised when they get there. Love is respect and honor and helping each other feel safe and secure. Love is challenging each other to be the best people you both can be. Love is asking for forgiveness. Love is forgiving. Love is letting them be their own person and always being your true self with them, too. Love is committing to them and meaning it. Love is addressing problems and challenges and not avoiding them. Love is holding their hand when they are sad or scared, or maybe while driving in the car together, or just because. Love is the absence of judgments, but rather acceptance. Love is compromise. Love is cleaning up after them, the kids, the dog, and having a good attitude about it. Love is arguing, but not attacking. Love is honest, even when it hurts. And love is letting them know you'll always be there for them. Love is finding a balance. And love is recognizing the value of the other person and telling them. Love is appreciation. Love is selfless. Love is saying, I love you every chance you get. And love is support and encouragement. Love is patient when things don't go as planned. Love is eating at your favorite restaurant, talking about your days, or just being together in the silence. Love is laughing at inside jokes no one else will ever understand. And love is something that makes you both happy. Love is losing sleep because they haven't come home yet. Love is sometimes admitting you're wrong. Love is supporting their passion even if you don't share that passion. Love is never, ever watching a new episode of your favorite show like ID without them or being by their side watching the football game even when you don't understand the game at all. Love is corny. Love is chemistry. Love is passionate with commitment. Love is loving their friends and family or at least trying to. Love is letting them pick the next trip you take. Love is being partners. Love is sharing the covers and during the temperature in the house, even when you don't understand how someone could still be hot when it's 65 degrees in the house and 30 outside. Love is imperfect. Love is letting the small things go. Love is skipping the party and going to bed early together. Love is a kiss on the forehead. Love is laughing at stupid things together. And love is not just talk, but action. Love is boring. Love is exciting. Love is home with my beautiful children and those they love. Love is home with my grandchildren and the great-grands to come. Love is home with my friends, but most of all, is home with my loving husband, my darling. This has been Thoughts from Home. Thank you for giving me the best 34 years of my life. I look forward to many more to come. Happy anniversary, darling. This one's for you.
Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we are celebrating Sweetheart Sunday. And love is one of the greatest gifts God has given us to share with our someone special. As I mentioned earlier in the show, we're opening the phone lines, 325-597-2119. That's 325-597-2119. If you would like to call in and share your favorite love story or maybe a funny way you met, Maybe it's not your love story, but maybe it's your parents' love story or your grandparents' love story. But we would love to hear for you t- from you tonight. 325-597-2119 as we celebrate love and sweethearts. And joining me tonight on the show is my sweetheart, Rudy Rule. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Good evening. I think we've got to fix your mic there. Is that better? That's, That's better. better, yes. Boy, that's a tough one. That's a hard way to open the show. <laughs> well, got to put a little romance in there. And uh, 
Nothing like an old song to touch your heart. Yes. Well, tonight we are talking about love stories, and we've got some funny stories to share. Also, uh, those that have uh, written in and some other stories that we have, and hopefully we'll get some calls in tonight that will share in uh, their love and what their love story's been like, but we're celebrating our anniversary tonight, and it's been, um, I want to say, a good road, a long road at some, sometimes, but short It's been when life. I really think about yes. it. Yes. It is life. Life is full of twists and turns and ups and downs. Yes. And I've enjoyed our journey together. I love you. I love you, too. You know, we've got some, I uh, want to open up with um, my favorite president um, before. I like Donald Trump, too, so don't hold that against me. But uh, one of my favorite presidents, President Reagan, uh, just what a love story him and Nancy had. And uh, we're going to take this call, and then we're going to come back to that. Good evening. You're on Debbie Rule. Home with Debbie well, Rule. hello, Debbie. How you doing, sweetie? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what, I saw true love today. All right. Who did you when, see? Whenever Rudy was coughing... After the third cough, you got up and carried him a thing of water without him asking for it. <laughs> That's true love, knowing what your partner needs before they even say anything, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I, I, I met my true love, believe it or not, on the computer. Okay. Uh, Yahoo, back before all this stuff got all fancy and everything, there used to be a thing called Yahoo Personals. Mm-hmm. And we knew each other for almost seven years before I lost her. Oh, love can be tragic at times, sometimes too. But, like I said, I saw true love today, and it really made me feel good. Well, thank you for that, and thank you for calling in, and you have a blessed evening. Y'all have a wonderful evening, sweetie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you'd like to call in and share your story... 597-2119, 597-2119. We're taking calls tonight as we celebrate Sweetheart Sunday. Back to President Reagan. President Reagan and his wife, Nancy. What a love story they had all the years that they were married. And one thing that I'm very fond of is letters. And uh, one of the things that I enjoyed the most when we went to the World War II Museum was you looked at everything else, and I took all of my time to read every single letter that was in there uh, between soldiers and their wives or sweethearts at home. And I was just so amazed at the terms of endearment that they used, darling and honey, and, you know, things that we don't even express anymore with our love. And so uh, it was very touching to me. And so when I saw some of the letters from President Reagan to Nancy, I thought, you know, this is such a uh, wonderful way to show how much he loved her and how much she loved him. And um, so we're going to read a couple of those. And you... You can go ahead and choose which one you like. Well, which one is see. on there? 
Here's one on their 19th wedding anniversary. It says, Dear Mrs. Reagan, Your loving, faithful devotion has been observed these 19, some say 20 years. There are no words to describe the happiness you have brought to the governor. It is no secret that he is the most married man in the world and would be totally lost and desolate without you. It seemed to me you should know this and be aware of how essential you are in this man's life. By his own admission, he is completely in love with you and happier than even a governor deserves. With love and appreciation, you're in love, Gov. <laughs> Here's one after a fight. Dear Mrs. Reagan, and you are Mrs. Reagan because Mr. Reagan loves you with all his heart. Every time Mr. Reagan sees this evening star or blows out the birthday candles or gets the big end of the wishbone, he thinks the same wish. A prayer, really that so much happiness will go on and somehow be deserved by him. It is true sometimes that Mr. Reagan loses his temper and slams a door, but that's because he can't cry or stamp his foot. He isn't really that type. But mad or glad, Mr. Reagan is head over heels in love with Mrs. Reagan and can't even imagine a world without her. He loves her, Mr. Reagan. Well, I'll tell you what uh, Ronald Reagan knew, and I guess... As you mentioned, those letters from in, during World War II where loved ones were apart, what people knew back then mm -hmm. were writing letters and putting your thoughts down on paper. Mm -hmm. Here's the beauty of writing a letter. Uh, your loved one can read it over and over and over. They can carry it in their pocket. They can pull it out anytime they want to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our... Young people listening today need to learn how to be romantic. Mm -hmm. And emails just aren't the same as a letter. And, remember? and a text. You know, these things are all nice, but it's like you said, a letter you can keep. And that's something that stays with you forever, even beyond when the person's around. Uh, back in the day, and this will uh, expose your age if you know what this means. On the back You're brave. Of, <laughs> <laughs> on the, well, I was talking to the audience, not oh, you. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, on the back of the letter, we used to put swack. And I bet there's people out there right now that don't know what that stands for. Maybe our next caller will have a little trivia. They can tell us what swack means. Okay. That's W-A-K. I've got a, a letter I wanted to read here. Okay. It's not from Ronald, but it's from... Uh, a sweetheart, she says, uh, The air smelled strongly of salt. My boyfriend had asked me to meet him at the beach. I love the beach, but today the sea breeze really wasn't helping my hair. I grumbled as I made my way to the shore. I saw the light of candles in the distance, but couldn't make them out as I'd forgotten my glasses. Why couldn't he have picked another place for dinner? I walked up to him and was about to open my mouth to complain when he suddenly got down on his knee and said, Will you marry me? <laughs> I guess you forgot all about it, right? <laughs> oh, that's a great story. It is. It is. Well, there's another one from Ronald Reagan that I want to share before we move on. And that this one's on Christmas Day. And it says, Dear wife, a few days ago you told me I was angry with you. I tried to explain I was frustrated with myself, but later on I realized that my frustration might have been a touch of self-pity because I'd been going around feeling that you are frequently angry with me. 
No more. We are so much one that you are as vital to me as my own heart. With one exception, you could never be replaced with a transplant. Whatever I treasure and enjoy, this home, our ranch, the side of the sea, all would be without meaning if I didn't have you. I live in a permanent Christmas because God gave me you. As I write this, you are hurrying by, back and forth, doing those things only you can do, and I get a feeling of warm happiness just watching you. That's why I can't pass you or let you pass me without reaching to touch you, except for now, you would see what I'm doing. I'll write no more because I'm going to catch up with you wherever you are and hold you for a moment. Merry Christmas, darling. I love you with all my heart. Your husband. How sweet. Now that's better than any Christmas card. Oh, yeah. Better than any Christmas card. You have another story you want to I've share? I've got Boy, another one. It's okay. called Mirror Image. It's from a lady in Florida. She says, when my husband arrived at my house for our first date, I opened the door to my other half, dressed exactly like me head to toe, aviator Ray-Bans, Levi's, Timberland boots, the same yellow ski jacket. After our amazed laughter, he said, one of us has to change. I changed my clothes, but not my mind. I knew we'd be together forever. Is that what you call two peas in a pod? I guess so. <laughs> Most people are opposites that get together, and oh, no. uh, then there's fireworks that go off, but they probably were just calm the whole time, That's maybe, right. that they were together. I don't know. That's unusual that two people that are the same end up together. That's not very common. Well, they like the but, same stuff, and that helps. Yes, yes. That helps. And even if you don't like the same stuff, you need to learn what the other one likes so that you can spend time together and appreciate one another. And you know, you never know if there is something that the other person enjoys doing that just because you haven't tried it, maybe you should try it a couple of times and see if you like it too. You might just enjoy it. Yeah, that opposites attract. There, you can poke some holes in that. Mm -hmm. It does bring them together, though. I found another one I like. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, California. Having just cemented a new bridge, my dental assistant mother said to her patient, Your girlfriend's going to love your new teeth. He replied, I'm between girlfriends right now. She said, Don't go anywhere. I have two daughters, Kathy and Vicky. Let me get their pictures from my wallet. Dan was still reclined in the dental chair with his bib on and wasn't going anywhere. Rushing back, Mom showed him her daughter's photo, saying, Here is our phone number. Give Kathy a call. She's the older one. He called, and we've been happily married for 39 years. Thanks, Mom. That's one mom hookup that has been good. <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> you don't, don't hear ever about hear all that. the bad you ones, do you? You don't hear very much about that. So thanks, Mom. She did a good job there. Some moms need to not mingle because it might not work yeah, out too recommend well. recommend that. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, here's one that's from, uh, let's see, a gentleman in Florida. The moment I met Denise aboard the love boat, I knew she was someone special. She became my first love, but we lived 90 miles apart. After the cruise, we maintained our love affair through handwritten letters. Eventually, geography took its toll. We went on our separate lives, yet I thought about her quite often. Thirty years later, we reunited 
in Grand Central Station. I hired a violinist to play our love song as we held each other for the first time in three decades. After wishing to be with her all those years apart, we finally married. Sweet. That's sweet, yes. You know, true love. People say, well, true love, no distance, no years can can separate you. And I've heard lots of stories of people that have gone on and married other people and then their spouses have passed away and they have found each other sure. again and they've mm-hmm. ended up together. And, you know, um, sweet stories of people finding true love and uh, doesn't minimize the love that they had with the one they no. had a family with. But <clears throat> it just brings a completion, I right. think, all around. Right. You know, when we went to that uh, World War II museum and you commented on the letters, I started reading them too. And they were so endearing. Mm-hmm. And the words of endearment that you mentioned, sweetheart, my love, my darling. And you could just feel the the anguish of being apart and not knowing the future. And when we think back to what our parents' generation went through, the World War II generation, mm-hmm. such hard time, mm-hmm. and pulling together. You know, when we mm-hmm. talk to people about getting married we recommend that they move 500 miles away from their parents that's right (laughs) so you can't go home to mama so you have to work it out so you have to survive and draw close together yeah you draw closer together in those times you know a a perfect love story is not one that's without trials and tribulations it's one that's probably had a lot of trials and tribulations and survived it. it yeah And if you ask anyone that's been married for any length of time, 50, 60 years, you might ask them, you know, what what helped you make it? And they probably will say different things at different times. But uh, sometimes it's commitment. Sometimes it's, you know, other things. But you you find a sense of, I'm going to stick it out. Sometimes it's stubbornness. Some people are just too stubborn to quit. But, you know, you just find a way to continue on. Even though there's trials and tribulations, you remember the good times in between, and it and it really does draw you closer together. I know How that many, through our trials and tribulations, yes. we've, I've drawn closer to you. How many stories do we hear of them saying, we've been married 30-plus years, and my mom said it would never last? We showed <laughs> her. <laughs> That's a sign of stubbornness. And nobody's happier than mom that <laughs> it's still together. That's right. Well, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back for the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're having Sweetheart Sunday. If you'd like to call in and share your love story, or maybe your parents or grandparents, or another funny story, or maybe you met in a funny way, call us and share. We would love to hear from you tonight. 597-2119. Stay tuned. We've got lots more to come right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. you have a wedding or a special event coming up? Esme's Cakes provides custom-designed wedding and groom's cakes as well as special occasion cakes. Their custom cakes are exquisite down to every detail, and your guests will be talking about your cake long after your event is over. Esme's Cakes only uses the finest ingredients and is always baked fresh. Esme's Cakes are made from scratch and decorated to be a reflection of you and your style. So when every detail matters, call Esme's Cakes for your wedding cake or special occasion cake. 
cake. You'll get superb service, a beautiful cake that not only looks great, but tastes amazing. For your appointment, call Esme's Cakes at 512-629-6416 or visit their Facebook page at Esme's Cakes. Make your wedding or special event unforgettable with a special cake by Esme's Cakes, the unforgettable cake of your lifetime. family and relationships can be a challenge and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 fm and knelradio.com join me debbie rule every sunday from 6 to 7 p.m for at home with debbie rule and this week on the program we'll be doing makeovers for the home tune in this sunday at 6 o'clock p.m for at home with debbie rule right here on 95.3 fm and knelradio.com see you then Welcome back to the second half of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are celebrating love tonight. Sweetheart Sunday, where we are sharing love stories, funny stories, stories of couples and how they've met, how they've stayed together, and um, celebrating our anniversary as well that is today. And so we're just glad to be with you tonight right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. Next week, we're going to continue with our makeover series. Actually, we'll be finishing up our makeover series next week, and uh, we'll have a special guest. We'll be talking about fall recipes and fall goodies. We're going to even have some goodies to give away, so you don't want to miss that program next week right here at 6 o'clock on KNEL 95.3 FM. And tonight, as we continue our celebration of love, we share some more stories with you. If you want to call in and share your story, 597-2119, 597-2119, we would love to hear from you. You know, I'm sitting here smiling and laughing and remembering. And our children love to hear us talk about before they came along and when Mm -hmm. they were young and the things they don't remember or how they remember it from a different perspective. One of my favorite stories, people wouldn't believe that we would ever argue, but we were having an argument and... uh, once again, I had to admit I was wrong. <laughs> you were still, Did you listen at the beginning? You Sometimes still, admitting that you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, I underline a few of those. I'm going <laughs> to remind you of those. Oh, you're going to remind time, me right, of those. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you were still a little bit perturbed. And so I grabbed you and hugged you. And we were dancing in the kitchen. And I said, do you love me? And you said, No. I said, oh, only married me for my money, hon. You said, yes. And I laughed and I said, that's just like a Pollock. Marry a poor man for his money. And we died laughing. How it original. It was so funny. How original time, you at are. At the moment, it was so funny. Marry a poor man for his money. Well, I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> perturbed with you anymore after that. It is funny. Yeah, we still that's laughed about hilarious. that even years later. 
about how witty you are and how creative, and that's one of the reasons why I've stayed married with you. It's never, never boring. sarcastic. That's never. That's what I love about you. Never, 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 ever sarcastic. Um, here's a story from Krista uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Our romance began with sparks, but over the years, our passion shape shifted into a smoldering resentment. I was going to read that one. Well, it's mine now. Periodically erupting into fiery altercations, our two sons were in middle school when I moved us from the Inferno. We settled in my old hometown, and my husband wrote me a letter filled with animosity for leaving. Then one day, everything changed. My husband called... And I realize now that nothing in life is more important than family, and I will do everything I can to keep ours together, he said. Please come home. So we did. And that was September 11th, 2001. Boy, that'll put things in perspective, won't it? Mm-hmm. Well, let's be small-minded and bicker. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden. You might experience tragedy. That's right. America experienced tragedy on that day. Puts life into perspective and helps you to understand what's most important in life. And, you know, I've always said that relationships are more important than issues. Mm-hmm. You can always work through issues, but, but relationships, they you you need to nurture them. And sometimes we put aside our differences when you can't come to an agreement, but it's never worth sacrificing the relationship for those Smoldering issues. resentment. I'll tell yeah. you what. She's exactly right. Smoldering resentment erupts into fiery altercations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, common. I mean, that's this is not an uncommon situation if you've been married for any length of time. If you don't deal with things, things build up and they become, you build a wall of resentments and eventually they come tumbling down. Well, what's the first yeah. thing that goes through your mind when somebody tells you, oh, we never fight? Well, they're probably not sharing what they need yeah. to share. Yeah, because fighting, healthy fighting, is good for your relationship. Fight fair or call 911. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. right. Uh, you got another one there you want to share? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I like this one. November 26, 1975. I was at a party with friends playing ping pong. I was 15. She was 16. Her name was Joanne. I ripped a portion from a paper bag and wrote, Can I kiss you? She nodded yes. We left the party. We went to our hangout spot. It was 6.30 p.m. and already dark with huge snowflakes falling. I kissed her for the first time and saw fireworks. We married August 4, 1979, and this November 26 will be the 39-year anniversary of that first kiss. I still see fireworks. Oh, how sweet. I love that. Still sees fireworks. I'll tell you, a real man can be romantic and mushy. That's right, and still be a real man. That's what makes a real man. We got somebody that's calling in. Good evening. You're on At Home with Debbie Rule. Do you have a love story or something funny you want to share with us about your relationship? I was just calling to share the funny way that we met. Ah, okay. Um, I was in high school, and my friend and I were going to the bonfire, and she, we got there, and she says, oh, come here, I want to introduce you to the guy that you're going to marry, and I did that, yeah, right, ha-ha, funny thing, and so 
um, we met, and then we went our ways, and I was about seven or eight months later that we actually did start dating, and we're two and a half months away from 34 years ourselves. Wow. Well, Great you know, story. see there, you didn't think it was going to be him, but it was him. And your friend was probably a wise friend. Yes. <laughs> yes. She was. Are you still friends with her today? Yes. Well, very good. Yes. Very good. Thank you so much for calling in. Thanks we love that, that story. story. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, Debbie, after the Cowboys won today, I turned on Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, what a sweet what story. What a cute movie. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen it in I don't know how long. And the opening sequence, they talk about how whenever uh, Sally, or what's, her, what's the girl's name that's in that? Um, Sleepless in Seattle. Tom Hanks and whatever oh, her name is. But it just left me. In the scene with her mother, her mom's talking about how she met her dad. Meg Ryan. And now they held hands, and it was magic. Mm-hmm. And somebody else mentioned relationships were magic. The magic happens. And I thought, that is so sweet. And she didn't believe in fate. She didn't believe in coincidence. And she didn't believe in magic. And then she hears Sleepless in Seattle on the radio. Mm-hmm. And it was magic. It was magic. How sweet. Here's uh, one from Donna in Wisconsin. One summer day in 1957, we headed to the courthouse for a marriage license. My husband-to-be, Steve, asked the clerk for a fishing license. She advised him a fishing license cost $1.50 and a marriage license cost $2.50. With some thought and a smile, he chose the marriage license, and so our life together, later filled with two children, began. Whenever we had a disagreement, I would remind my husband that he could have saved his money and chosen a fishing license and it would have expired in a year the extra dollar cost him 53 years of wedded bliss there you go. <laughs> look at the price of the fishing license and the marriage license mm-hmm. compared to now quite quite different than it is i don't know have you tried to get a fishing license lately yeah anyway here's um, one i like this okay. is a military man all right he writes in, he says, I was flying with C-130 cargo planes for several months, moving cargo all over the world. I would be gone for two to three weeks, home one day, then gone again for several weeks. Upon returning home late one night, I knocked on our front door, and my wife called out, Who is it? And I said, Pat. She said, Pat who? I got her point and applied for a desk job the next day. <laughs> That's cute. A man bought 12 flowers, 11 real and one fake. And he said, I will love you until the last flower dies. Isn't that sweet? Here's another one. A girl asked a boy if she was pretty, and he said no. She asked him if he wanted to be with her forever, and he said no. Then she asked him if he would cry if she walked away, and he said no. She had heard enough, and she needed to leave. As she walked away, he grabbed her arm and told her to stay. He said, You're not pretty. You're beautiful. I don't want to be with you forever. I need to be with you forever. I wouldn't cry if you walked away. I would die. Aww. <laughs> Isn't that sweet? That's sweet. Uh, here's another one. Can I take a photo? Why? 
I just want to show my children how their mom looked when she was younger. Oh, and that's that sweet. Guy's got game right there. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, this one's kind of. Um, it's. Uh, I'm going to read it. It's sweet but sad. A girl and a guy were speeding over 100 miles per hour on a motorcycle. Slow down. I'm scared. No, this is fun. No, it's not. Please, it's too scary. Then tell me you love me. Fine. I love you. Slow down. And the guy says, now give me a big hug. And the girl hugs him. And the guy says, can you take my helmet off and put it on? It's bugging me. In the paper the next day, a motorcycle had crashed into a building because of a brake failure. Two people were on the motorcycle, but only one survived. The truth was that halfway down the road, the guy realized that his brakes broke, and he didn't want to let the girl know. Instead, he had her say she loved him, felt her hug one last time, then had her wear his helmet so she would live, even though it meant he would die. That's sad. That's sad. What a sacrifice. You know, love is sacrifice. A lot of people don't realize that, but... Love is sacrifice, and that was sacrifice to the ultimate for him. I had a motorcycle like that once. It was a Kawasaki 500, and I was hot riding it, and the throttle got stuck. Mm. And I was scared. I, thankfully, I had a kill switch. Boy, that brings back memories. Yep. Me and my boyfriend were out to dinner, and there was an older couple sitting near us. All of a sudden, I heard the older man say, Remember when we were like that? I looked at my boyfriend, and we laughed and giggled. When I turned back around, my boyfriend had a ring in his hand and said, I can't wait until we're like that. Yeah, and that's sweet. That's sweet. Brian and I have been married three years, but we've been together ten. We met as AmeriCorps volunteers on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation in Porcupine, South Dakota a tucked-away place with a scattered population of 1,000. He taught computers and played guitar. I taught English and wrote poetry. In the volunteer house, we courted each other by making a phone out of tin cans and a string. I still remember his voice in my ear. Automatic goosebumps. A year later, our mothers discovered we were born in the same hospital in New Jersey, Mm. 1,600 miles away. Mm. Here's one. Once a guy said to a girl, love is like a rainbow. It's colorful and makes people smile. Love is like an ocean. It's deep and beautiful. Love is like the sun. It shines and it warms. Love is like the rain. It's calm and refreshing. Will you let me show you that love? The girl shook her head while smiling. No. The guy looked down sadly and then he heard her saying these words. I want you to show me your love. Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? You girls. Yeah, we're such romantics. There are some men out there that are pretty romantic, though. Well, it takes effort. Here's one. uh, Boy, I would like you to do something important for me. The girl said, yes. When you get home today, thank your mom for me. The girl said, sure, but why? The boy said, thank you, because she gave birth to an angel who has put who was put into my life, and one day whom I hope will become my wife. Isn't that sweet? That is sweet. Uh, Today, my boyfriend told me that he loved me. When I asked why, he took out a list. 
It was 301 reasons long, and he said that he had a pen in his pocket in case he remembered any new reasons. Oh, that guy's got game, too. <laughs> okay. A boy was dating a girl who always hurt him. One day, she broke up with him and told him, I don't ever want to see you again. A few months later, the girl had a change of heart. She realized that she loved the boy, and so she went back and said to him, Give me just one more chance. I love you and I need you. I promise that I will never hurt you again. But the boy just laughed and said to her, Only a fool would take back someone who hurt them so much. The girl felt hopeless and began to cry. But the boy put his arms around her, held her tightly and said, And I'm one of those fools. Oh, sweet. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I got one. Okay. When my sister was younger, she came home from school one day and demanded that I take her to the library so she could get books on sign language. I asked why. She told me there was a new kid at school who was deaf and she wanted to befriend him. Today, I stood beside her at their wedding and watched her sign, I do. Aw, how sweet. Uh, When my sister was younger, she came home from school one day and demanded that I take her to the library so she could get books on sign language. I asked why. She told me there was a new kid at school who was deaf and she wanted to befriend him. Today I stood beside her. Oh, there you go. That was the same one. That sounds like that the one sounds I like just the one read. you just read. Sorry, I was looking ahead. I know. That's our flub up for tonight. She you only get to me one. All the time. Oh my goodness! Now he's going to hold that over to my head for the next thirty <laughs> years. Do you remember how you listened to me when we, we were, were doing on the that? radio? And you're you still aren't listening to me. I'm I'm waiting for you to choose another one so I can Here's follow one. along. Here's one. Okay. Can I confess something? The girl said. The guy says, sure. She says, you have the prettiest smile I've ever seen. He says, well, can I confess something? She says, yes. He says, this smile only exists because of you. Aw. Now, that's true. That's sweet. You know what? That is true. That makes you smile. You've always said this, Debbie. You knew you loved me because nobody could make you as mad as I do. That's true. <laughs> a lot of emotions there. Oh, boy. I mean, you yeah. know, that's that's a, a sign of true love right there when you can just go nuts. Here's a good one. <laughs> Today my boyfriend came over and met my parents for the first time. After he left, my dad told me, your boyfriend loves you. I smiled and I said, how do you know that? My dad said, because he looks at you the same way I look at your mom. Aw, that's sweet. You know, that's true. You can tell our caller that called in earlier that he said he saw love, Mm -hmm. uh, someone that had visited our church today. He was a visitor, and um, you were coughing, and and so I just happened to have a bottled water right there and Mm -hmm. handed it to you. And so, you know, I think we do learn the longer we're together, what the other person needs, if you're really in tune with one another. You should be anyway. You're missing out on the best part of your relationship when you're not in tune with what each other needs. And then you have to be selfless enough to do it. I mean, a bottle of water is not that selfless. I'm talking about bigger things. Uh, you know, marriage. Well, the little things, though. Yes. But marriage takes a selfless attitude. It really takes... Um, understanding what the other person needs and and caring. being and caring and being willing to um, fulfill 
those needs in that person. Not every need, because you can't possibly do that. It's not possible, but but you can be committed to be selfless and not selfish. So many times we get married, and it's that selfish attitude that just can't leave. That's right. But as soon as it does... It's all about me, 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 my, my, my. It's all about, uh, you know, giving up those things. When we're married, we give up the right to be individuals, and we become one together. And so we need to learn to sacrifice for one another. And I think that's the hardest thing to do. If that comes along for us, I think that was after children. You really learn what love and sacrifice is. Well... Children learn about love by watching their parents or mm-hmm. watching the significant adults in their life and how they interact. And that's, they're learning by watching and they're going to do what they see. Mm-hmm. And what a great example this dad had for his daughter, talking mm-hmm. about how he looks at her mom mm-hmm. the same way her boyfriend looks at her. She'll know love when she sees it. Here's one. When I was in third grade, I gave my boyfriend a friendship bracelet. I moved away in fifth grade, so we had to break up. Years later, I moved back, and I saw him at the mall, and he was still wearing the bracelet. And we're getting married next year. Wow. (laughs) That's finding your true love, I guess. Yeah, I think so. That's like when you're... Uh, childhood sweetheart. There's lots of stories of people being childhood sweethearts and getting married and living for many, many years together. Here's a good story. Sometimes I tend to think about what I don't have. I don't have a house on the ocean. I don't have a big career I could use to impress people at my high school reunion. Then I hear his car in the driveway and I think we'll grill tonight. Later we'll watch some reruns of sitcoms from a long time ago They remind me of when we were young. He'll doze off, and it'll be time for the day to end. We'll say goodnight to the cats. We're all still here. A miracle. When I'm very old, I will wish for a day like this. Mm, That's true. My boyfriend lost his wallet one day. He spent hours looking for it at the park where we spent the day together. I found this wallet at my house. He had no money credit cards, or other valuables in it. The only thing that was in it was the first letter that I had written to him. He did that on purpose. Ah, you think so? No. Something you would do on purpose. Is that what, is that uh, what you would do on purpose? That's I think a little bit more about you. You yeah. still can learn about people, even all these years later. But you your mind works with... like that. You just can't turn it off. I guess so. Uh Next week, we're going to be continuing our series on the uh, home makeovers that we've been doing through the month of September, and we're going to conclude with fall recipes and goodies. We're going to have a special guest next week that's going to be giving us some great recipes. We're going to have some goodies that we're going to give away during the program next week, so you want to put down on your calendar to be right here with us next week at 6 o'clock p.m. for that conclusion of our home makeover series. We had a good time talking about the first week, uh, Rudy did the show, and he talked about garages and trying to give it a little bit of a makeover. Then we talked the next week about the exterior part of your home and things that you need to do to get ready for fall and, and for the winter months coming up. And then last week, we spent uh, the hour talking about interior design and changing some things without having to go out and spend a whole lot of money, but just bringing a little bit of fall in to the home and making it a little bit more uh, updated by just doing a few little things 
and that could change the appearance of it like that very quickly. So next week, 6 o'clock, don't miss the conclusion of our home makeover series. We're going to be talking about fall recipes, and we'll have some goodies to give away. That's the best part. Who doesn't like goodies? I love goodies. And anyone that knows me can see it. <laughs> see, I, I, see I'm funny, too. Yeah. Changing the subject, uh, I think you ought to do a show on how to redecorate using only garage sale items. Wow, that would be an exciting budget. That's yeah. a good budget. Yeah, that That's would right. be that would be a good one. You know, my next project that I have is you know all of this talk about she shed. We're not doing and, projects. And I we have a shed out in the back that my son converted into a little apartment when he was home, and then Gabby lived out in it for a summer. And you know, so it's uh, it's been Zach's shack and Gabby's shack, and now it's going to be. Mama Debbie's rules Deba's she shed, so I can't wait to get out there and decorate uh, she, it and she, paint it. <laughs> gonna do all kinds of things to it. The she shed. I, I am gonna have the she shed for the last thirty years of our marriage. How about that? I'll tell you what, a place I, where I can go. I've got it on archive that you said I'll paint it, so I'm gonna hold you to it. Well, I'm, I misspoke there. I said we'll paint it so and get it was, ready. I'll get it painted. Yes. Yeah. I'll get it painted. My hand does not fit a paintbrush. <laughs> oh, it has, and I have before, and I'm not afraid of painting. So, but you could spend some time with save me. That's me. great. Somebody a great way to spend me. time with your wife is painting the she shed. That's what I need to do. Well, I need that she shed fixed, and I think it's a great project. Maybe we should do something on that. Man caves and she sheds, and decorating those you know and what? making a place. That is just a recipe for trouble. Oh, it is. We are not doing that. <laughs> Well, you don't want to be out there escaping all the time. I mean, it's fun to have that. But right. I'm looking at, no, honestly, I'm looking at putting my little office out there just so that I can have some places where I can write and have some quiet time and that kind of thing. So um, looking forward to it. I've already got the colors picked out and everything already. And I'm not even going to buy anything. You are amazed by that. that archive well, also. Well, the paint. Yes, I might have to buy up. the paint. I'll have to buy the paint. I think it's been painted. Else. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have really enjoyed you being a part of tonight um, as we've talked about different stories from people around the country. <laughs> we've shared letters from... I'm thinking of that song, My Next 30 Years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you you want to be alive your next 30 years, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what happens to women my age. Yeah. They can go crazy. Uh, right? So you need to be careful. You need to be careful. Uh, Sleep with one eye open. be a far journey. <laughs> okay. All right. We want to thank you tonight for being with us. You know, we've enjoyed sharing a little bit of our story. Every week we share a little bit of our testimony, and so it's always fun to be with you and, and to share. Thank you for the callers that called in and shared your stories with us tonight. We appreciate you listening. It's always good when we have input from our listeners because that's what the program's based on. We want to hear from you and share your thoughts and stories so that we can enjoy together and work out these things called home. Grab the person you love, hold them close, and dance in the kitchen. It's what's kept us married for 34 years, this dancing in the kitchen. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. We'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. Love you, babe. Love you, too.
Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Candy Hill 95.3 FM and CandyHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Oh, 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 oh,